Full 10 Yards Podcast. Yes, welcome in everybody to the Full 10 Yards Fantasy Podcast. Uh, no, you don't have to adjust your sets. We are back. It's it's me, it's your host, Rob Grimwood. You can find me on the Twitter at FFBritBaller. And yeah, it's been a little while. I do apologise. There's been some major technical issues on my side. Um, my laptop broke. Uh, so yeah, it's been a, been a bit hard to come at you uh, over the airways. But we're back um, this week and hopefully next week as well. And with me this week, I am uh, delighted to join to be joined by uh, our fearless leader himself, it's Timothy Lambert, Monk. How are you doing, Tim? I'm very well, mate. I found you, didn't I? I, I, I yes. sought after you. I, found, I went round your house, knocked you in the door. I said, "Right, let's 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 do it." So, ladies and gentlemen, he does he does still exist? He is out there. I found him. I found him. It's a true story. He did genuinely come out my house <laughs> I did, uh, yes. last week? And uh, what's going on, mate? No, <laughs> um, yes. Um, poor laptop uh, served me well for. Uh, well, actually, no, it hasn't really. Five years. It's not a very long life for a laptop, is it? Um, well, this day and age, it is. It's it goes on to a blue screen, uh, which tells me there's a problem and it needs to be fixed. And uh, it says start auto fix. So I press auto fix and then it cycles back around to the screen that says auto fix can't fix your fix. Um, and it just runs into a loop. So, yeah, um, without laptop. So beautiful Mrs. FF Britballer. Uh, has let me uh, has lent me her laptop on loan for the night so uh yeah clutching at straws as it were but it's been so long since i've been uh, chatting some fantasy football so we've got lots to catch up yeah. on can you um, can you remember how to podcast that's the question well i'm struggling to be honest with you <laughs> I, I've, got, I've got my auto script going up and down right now uh no it's um it's all good and i'm, I'm delighted to be back and uh yeah i've been itching to get back on the airwaves uh, i even said to you last week i said tim just get me on get me on saturday i don't <laughs> care get me on the betting podcast i don't care just get me on the airwaves so uh, it's great to be back how is how is fantasy football treating you tim uh, yeah, not too bad, mate. Actually, yeah, not too bad. Um, one of the one of the home leagues I'm in, the one I care about the most, um, doing very well in that thing. I'm six and three. Just um, yeah, I've been, actually, what I'll do is I'll get my team in front of me because I did a big trade today. So I want to get your thoughts, actually. Oh, good. I did a big trade today, also. So that's right. good. So my trade today was so the thing I found about this year about fantasy football is always always try and. Um, target those people that are struggling with bye weeks and obviously that's quite apt for for the week upcoming because there's obviously yeah. six teams on a bye so uh, I managed to get uh, Philip Lindsay and Julio Jones for uh, so I received those two for Marvin Jones and Todd Gurley because um, the guy was a bit of a bit of a squeeze at running back so yeah great trade mm. um, obviously Todd Gurley for as good as he is is not trustworthy mm. uh, bottom line um, mm. so so yeah what was the wide receiver you got there uh, Julio of course, Hulu, one of the best in the so, business. So, yeah. so this is the, so I'm in a four, this is a fourteen team league, right? So listen to this team that I've managed to assemble: Lamar Jackson, Zeke Elliott, Chris Carson, Julio Jones, Devante Adams, George Kittle, uh, and then on the bench on the bench I've got Julian Edelman. And now I drafted the, the majority of those. Obviously, Devante Adams uh, I traded for early in the season. I, I traded Devante Adams with uh, Adam Adams in the league as well. Uh, I traded for Ronald Jones and Michael Gallup a bit earlier on in the season when he had a bit of turf toe. So. Jeepers! Yeah, so it's looking good for looking good for playoffs. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, that is uh, that's a strong side. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I play a lot of dynasty football as well as the redraft. Mm. Um, I like to you know dabble in the the different arts, the dark arts of fantasy football. Yeah, and uh, my big uh, dynasty league that I'm in, in with my friends in America, uh, I pulled off <laughs> I pulled off a massive trade. I, I was actually I, late last night. It's half level. I'm just going to bed. 
and my phone pings and I thought I'd better get that just before I go to sleep so I looked at it and I said it's my buddy Bobby who's in the league with me and he says hey dude he says uh, I've just been offered something for, for Saquon Barkley I thought I'd shop him around and know that you like him mm. what you know what would you offer and I'm thinking hang on a minute I'm get, I'm basically being offered Saquon Barkley in a dynasty league here mm. okay let me think about this I've got a pretty good team um, I'll go through it in a minute but it's, it's pretty solid and I've got a shed load of picks for 2020 so I'm thinking, right, okay. So <laughs> a little bit of a BS rule on this in this league is they use the dynasty trade calculator, oh, which right, yeah. it's yeah, it's it's good in some point. It, it does stop sort of collusion, but they're really strict with it. Like it has to be within a certain parameter of the D of the DTC right. for it to go through. It's a bit of an arse egg, I'll be quite honest. Mm. But nonetheless, so I, I had to match Saquon Barkley's seventy point nine points on there. Anyway, so I ended up <laughs> I got Saquon Barkley and Jarvis Landry. I sent two 2021st rounds, two 2022nd rounds, uh, Deshaun Watson and uh, Devonta Freeman. So it sounds like a lot, mm. but when you look at my team and it's, it's a standard layout and I've got Lamar Jackson. So I had Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson. So Deshaun Watson for me is expendable there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nick Chubb. And now Saquon Barkley. And then I've got Hudo Jones, T.Y. Hilton, Alshon Jeffrey, and now Jarvis Landry. And then I've got Darren Waller and Chris Herndon as my tight ends. Mm. So I've got a pretty solid team there. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, you know, I had that for me because when the trade went through, someone put on our Facebook group, oh, wow, that is a lot to pay mm. for Saquon Barkley. Yeah. I said, it is a lot to pay for Saquon Barkley, but I had the, yeah, you know, I had, it, I had it there yeah, yeah, yeah. and I've got the team that I want and I've got a team, I'm, I'm thinking I'm, I've got the second best record in the league. So I'm, you know, I'm happy with my team yeah. and I'm adding to it. I'm adding one of the best players in fantasy football. Mm. You know, I've got, like, yeah, I had loads of draft picks. Who am I going to get with them draft picks? There's no telling. Mm. Okay, maybe one of them would have been an early pick and I might have got a, a Tuba Hubbard or a, um, if if Jonathan Ta- Taylor fell to me, maybe 102, 103, then yeah, possibly. Mm. But the likelihood is I probably wouldn't be getting anyone like Saquon. So I pulled the trigger, well happy with it. And mm. uh, that, is, that is the biggest trade I think I've ever done. Yeah, not bad at all. Uh, funny if we're talking about trades, currently in that league I was talking about, I've currently got one a, a trade offer in my uh, inbox if you want to, if you want to hit listen. So, um, the guy, the guy AJ, shout out to you who doesn't listen to the pods, but it'd be interesting to see if he does. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he wants Julian Edelman, Julio Jones, and Philip Lindsay. So, the, basically, the two guys I've just traded for plus Edelman, and he's given up Newt Hopkins, Le'Veon Bell, and Mohamed Sanu. So, it's, uh, it's probably a bit in his favour, if I'm honest. I'm kind of having second second thoughts about it personally, but. Um, it's just more sentence around Bell, really, doesn't it? But uh, there we go. Yeah, the health of Bell is a big issue there. Yeah, so I'll, I'll peruse that as the podcast goes on. But anyway, let's get let's get let's get back to it, Rob. Yeah, let's get back to it. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it, it's, it is fitting because we are, uh, you know, we are on trade deadline for a lot of fantasy football yep. leagues. I've got three or four uh, trade deadlines this week, so it is fitting to talk about our own trades. Yep. And and for those of you that have got some trade questions. You know, shoot them through to the to the full ten yards. You can find us on at full ten yards on the Twitter, and uh, yeah, and you can find the uh, fantasy show is at F10Y Fantasy. So if you've got any trade questions, do tag us in those, and we'll we'll get back to you for sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah. Nice, good times. Also, Andy Goddard uh, will be, uh, there'll be a post up shortly about trade targets. So, people out there, keep your eyes peeled for that. Anyone that's, say, got trade deadlines this week, uh, I'll be posting that up shortly, probably by the time you've listened to this as well. So, perfect.
Perfect, perfect. Um, shall we just hit up some quick headlines, Tim? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, I just literally just went on the Sleeper app and just pulled out the sort of fancy relevant ones. We don't need to spend too much time on them. No. Um, AJ Green, not at practice today. So um, head coach there. Who's the head coach there? Cincy Bengals. Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Adam, 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 I let you live that one now. Yeah, I know, I know. I just, <laughs> as I said it, I remembered it. Um, you know, he's been bigging him up uh, sort of all weekend saying he's, he's going to be back this week. Um, but he's not a practice, so take that for what you will. Keep your eyes peeled for, for AJ Green later on this week uh, to see if he gets any practice in to whether he'll be playing against, uh, I think they've got Baltimore this week. Uh, David Johnson, he says he's 100% he's going to play that's uh, coming out of his mouth um so again is he 100 percent? we won't know there's a lot of little ailments uh seemingly for for david johnson over the last well couple of years really but certainly uh has niggled him this season uh ty hilton is out for this week so take him out of your lineups oh by the way by the way <laughs> you'll love this tim right so this afternoon i've gone through my league my main league well one of my main leagues and I always check the the drop it like it's hot, like the fantasy footballers always tell us, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's oh, T.Y. Hilton. <laughs> is this what you were saying earlier in the group chat? <laughs> Mate, T.Y. Hilton, Carlos Hyde and Miles Sanders Jeez. all got dropped today in that league. Are you well, one, one, well, well, one thing I will say is because there's because there's so many teams on a buy this on the, this week, yeah. do do check your waiver wires because there's going to be teams yeah. out there that have four, five, six players on on buys and need to you know, to juggle some things around on their bench and you know people aren't going to drop their maybe not not drop their handcuffs. So some some good players in some aspects are going to be going to be dropped. So yeah, it's very much uh, this week um, is worth looking and checking for the not not just uh, who's left on the waiver wire but who's actually been dropped as well so yeah definitely and i say i hit the jackpot in that league mm -hmm. because they're all three of them were just sitting there weren't ready to be picked up so um i picked up carlos hyde and ty hilton uh i didn't pick up miles sander just because i've got a good running core but yeah. in that league it is quite a deep league he will be a good pickup for someone yeah so yeah do do definitely check because there is that the odd occasion where you will hit the jackpot like that <laughs> but yeah ty hilton obviously someone got scared that he's out this week and thought maybe it's a bigger deal than what it actually is i think he only misses a couple of weeks so mm -hmm. he should be there for my playoff run anyway yeah. um evan engram a little bit of worry here i think because um they have asked for a second opinion from uh, dr robert anderson on mm. his i think it's ankle is it or foot, foot. um yeah. his foot so yeah worried about evan engram yeah, I mean, it's not great when you get a second opinion because that usually means one of two things. One, that they want to confirm that it's knackered or two, to confirm that it's good. It's not nothing in the middle, so it's going to be all or nothing. So um, yeah. I think it's probably going to be more of a, a second opinion. And Robert Anderson as well, I don't know much about who the doctors and that kind of stuff, but he's quite a specialist, I think, for feet. So yeah. um, I'd probably say, I'd probably err on the side of it's bad. It's more negative rather than positive. Mm, I, I seem to be on that fence as well but you know Pat Shermer came out and said it's a bit sore quote mm. bit sore yeah, Cam, Cam, Newton's, uh, <laughs> Cam Newton's foot was a bit sore he's just yeah, got an IR exactly exactly <laughs> yeah on that note Cam Newton has he played his last game for Carolina do you think uh, I'll, tell you, well, I'll tell you what that's a good, uh, that's a good question um, th there's an article coming out soon on the impact of uh, Cam Newton to IR is he going to play has he played his last game for Carolina it's I hope not, because it would be weird seeing him in anything other than a Carolina shirt. But 
Definitely. Considering the state of Carolina, you know where Ron Rivera is at with that team and who they've got in backup, and um, you know, obviously Christian McCaffrey is pretty much that team. They've they've been okay going forward. I'd probably say yes. Mm. Mm. Sad times. It is sad times because you know, for for He's... as idiotic as he looks in his post interviews and his <laughs> horrendous dress sense, playing, which playing I will never up. ever understand. You know, he is good for fantasy. He is good to watch. He mm. is entertaining. Mm. Um, one so, thing, yeah. one thing I will say about Cam Newton though: next year his base salary I think is only about nineteen million. So, um, if the Carolina Panthers do want to cut him, they they can do. There's kind of an out there, and they can say wow. you know, they can invest that nineteen million into someone else. So, um, yeah. So it's another interesting kind of wrinkle in that. Yeah, okay. Um, okay, we quickly touched on Lev Bell, but yeah, his, his MRI showed nothing. So, um, yeah, one to keep your eyes on for, for Lev Bell because obviously things aren't great for the Jets. They have just lost to the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Can you play that sound bite? You know that one? Yeah, uh, you, know, you know the one. Yeah, I can. I can play the, the sad <laughs> trombone. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> That is for you, Jets fans. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was embarrassing. Anyway, uh, Kareem Hunt uh, could have uh, could hurt Nick Chubb's touches, says Freddie Kitchen. Uh, are you worried about Nick Chubb's uh, Nick Chubb's chubby Chubb's Chubbs? Are you are you worried about his production? <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Uh, I, th- I think if you asked five different people, there'd be five different answers. I think for me, yeah. um, Nick Chubb is clearly. Um, you know, a really good running back, and he's done you know done w- well when he's been on the field ever since he took over from was it Carlos Hyde last year, wasn't it? I think. Yeah. Um, the, the thing is, Kareem Hunt is also a very good, uh, talented back, so I can see him taking five or six touches away from Chubb. Now, whether that means that you know is that going to be red zone? Is it going to be catches out of the backfield, third down type stuff? I don't quite know, but I think judging by what what Nick Chubb's done so far in his Cleveland career, I think he deserves a chance to. Um, to stay where he is, but obviously John Dorsey knows Cream Hunt very well, so uh, I'm sure that they'll integrate him. But I'm not quite sure. So I, I think it just probably caps the ceiling of of Nick Chubb. Uh, but he's still, you know, when he's on the field, he still has that um, yeah opportunity to to break one to the house for you know, and then he's done for. He's okay for fantasy football. But considering where you probably drafted him at the back end of the first, maybe start of the second. It's not. It's obviously not good news. But the thing is, we we always known that this was coming. So um, there's going to be a few people, uh, certainly a few fantasy owners out there getting a bit itchy feet and wanting to maybe pull the trigger. So if you if you've got a you know a running back maybe like I don't know like an RB two RB three maybe just put a, put a feeler out there uh, and see what where his temperature is because you know there's going to be some uh, Nick Chubb owners there that are don't want the headache. Absolutely, I just hope that Cream uh, Hunt doesn't kick him out of the uh, out of the team. Mm. Um, literally, kick, kick him. Yeah, Li- yeah literally. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving swiftly on. Uh, sorry, that's a bad joke. You've got you've got a soundbite for that as well. I'm sure somewhere. Uh, let's find one. Hang on. Yeah, let's get one of these. There we go. There, there we go. We're we're firing all cylinders tonight. <laughs> um, any other news that you want to add on to there, Tim? Uh, not really, just uh, Paris Campbell uh, on top of the T.Y. Hill and Paris Campbell. Oh, I think yes, fractured sucks. hand, I think. So um, I know we'll talk about the waivers very shortly indeed. So there's a wide receiver there that uh, his, there's a tease. Uh, there's a wide receiver that you should be picking up. And then yeah, the other one was uh, just the news about Brandon Cooks about uh, the, going back into the concussion protocol. Now, I've never known uh, a player to go back into the con- con- concussion protocol without being hit. So uh, that's obviously worrying. I think it's now yep. five, five known concussions uh, for Brandon Cooks again. So that's uh, probably five too many to be 
quite honest. Uh, we all know what that means to people like Jordan Reed. So mm. uh, he's um, he's disappeared off the face of the earth as well. So um, yeah, Brandon Cooks obviously one to watch out for as well. So uh, again, there's a there's probably a guy that you can you can pick up off the waivers uh, ahead of that. So I think actually um, you just mentioned uh, going back into the concussion protocol. I think. I think Sterling Shepard did that as well this week yeah. um, for the Giants, if I'm not mistaken. So, so yeah, again, uh, as we come into the waiver wire show, it's players like uh, is it Slayton? Um, I think I've played one Slayton. of my dynasty yeah. leagues. Yeah, you know, players like that, they could, you know, they're gonna, they they could be pivotal for your team in the next few weeks. Yeah, so Darius, Darius Slayton, Benny Fowler, and all the rest of them. Yeah, 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 of course. All right, then let's um, let's head in to the waiver wire. Um, Kick us off, Tim. I mean, I've just got sort of four names written down here, my favourites in each position. I don't know what you've got written down in front of you. Um, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, I mean, I haven't got really any quarterbacks. Um, I can probably think of one when when you're talking. But uh, I start. I started off with, say, I, I mentioned it with T.Y. Hilton and Paris Campbell going down. Uh, Zach Pascal, uh, 27.8% owned in uh, ESPN, I think that was. Five receptions versus Pittsburgh uh, just last week, 76 yards and a touchdown. Next three games uh, against Miami, Jacksonville and Houston. Uh, I know Houston did okay against Jacksonville, but I think that says more about Jacksonville rather than Houston's defence. So uh, three favourable matches. Matchups. I know Brian Horia might be in uh, against Miami, but um, yeah, three favourable matchups. Zach Pascal is kind of the guy that's come in since uh, T.Y. Hilton and um, who's in? Paris Campbell have gone down as well. So he's likely to be on your waiver wires. He'll be the hot pick up this week. So yeah, he's one for me. Yeah, I, I think he was fantastic, to be honest, at the week. And obviously, being an indie fan, I am mm. biased. But, um, yeah, he's kind of come out of the woodwork. Uh, he had a couple of nice games last year. But he, he that, did you see that sideline catch he made this this week? That it was originally, I think it was originally called incomplete. Um, but it was actually catch. And it, it, he was incredible. He was really, really, really good. He impressed me a lot. So, mm. Zach Pascal, certainly for this week as well, with that nice, juicy matchup against Miami, we've got ourselves. Mm. Um, let, let's hope we don't do it, Jets. Mm. Uh, and, yeah, hopefully he'll be, he'll be used to that. Um, okay, I did have a quarterback, uh, and it's kind of. Let's, I have to sigh before I say Baker Mayfield uh, because he, he, well, he was he had so much promise, didn't he, uh, as we came into the season, and he's now only forty seven percent owned, which is a sorry state. Crazy, of isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He was he was yeah, like I a QB three four going off the board. Yeah, he was drafted in like the fifth round, sixth round. Just a, it's another one to add, ladies and gentlemen. Another one to add that you do not yeah. draft a quarterback early. Do not exactly. do it. Exactly, exactly. This is the proof and pudding. But um, having said that, 47% owned. If you are in a pinch, um, then you know you could do worse than get Baker Mayfield. Things can't get much worse for the Browns. I mean, obviously, I know they can. They just had a season a couple of years ago where they didn't win a single game uh, for nearly two years. But uh, <laughs> no, things can't get too much worse with the, with the crop that they've got there. Um, there's Hello. obviously some jetting issues, and I hate to say this, and a lot of people are going to get on me for saying this, but you know who called it, didn't you, at the beginning of the season? Who? Who had that big falling out with Baker Mayfield and OBJ because of what he said? Go on. I don't know. You've lost me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Colin Coward. Oh, Colin Coward. Yeah. He said it. He, he said it. He, point, he, he dragged them out. He said that things won't be good unless you sort your attitudes out. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Sorry, I'm sorry. I know a lot of people don't like Colin Coward, and I don't, we have this conversation on the group all the time. And I quite like him. I think he talks a lot of sense a lot of the time. And yeah, he he pointed that out, and look what's happened. Anyway, 
he is 47 percent owned um and they have got a, a pretty i mean they've got buffalo coming up on the slate which is not the greatest of places to do well not the greatest of teams to play but a couple of games against pittsburgh and, and miami in there as well so you know the pittsburgh cleveland games are always sort of potentially good matchups and obviously miami so it could look up for baker mayfield after this week so yeah 47 percent. if you're in a pinch go grab him mm. uh running backs um Actually, there was a bit of news that I missed out on purpose, actually. That was because the Redskins have released running back Craig Reynolds. Um, no one knows who he is. I didn't even know who he was either. Uh, but there's to make way for Darius Geis, who's coming back after the bye after the, uh, in week 10. Yep. And he's only 34.6% owned. Yep. And we know with the new offensive co- co- sorry, the new head coach in, in Washington that they want to run, run, run the ball. We saw Adrian Peterson had a fantastic week last week. I think he had over 120. 20 rushing yards. Mm. I can't remember that looking. I know it was a lot. Yep. Um, and they want to run, 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 run the ball. So Darius guys is coming back and by all reports, he's looking good in training. He's hundred percent. So, so after their buy, um, he could be a pivotal piece for, yeah. for playoff fantasy football. Yeah, I, I had him written down as well. I had um, under like a cursory glance to see if some of this looks... Because generally these leagues now have IR spots, so generally some people will stash them. But um, yeah, the Washington Redskins have the uh, the Jets, the Lions, the Panthers, the back, the Packers, the Eagles, uh, before they have Dallas Cowboys. So they've got a lot of good run defense, a lot of like good fantasy production there against those de- yeah. those defenses. They're not they're not good run defenses going up. So yeah, exactly. Um, he'll be um, a, he'll be a feature back as well, rather than just maybe a two or three. So. Yeah, but you, but you have to get in this week. That's the thing. Yeah, uh, because it's going to be on people's radar next week. And yeah. so this is we are we are chatting on on a Wednesday evening. So the waivers have already passed for this week. So the percentages that but, we're giving you now are the real percentages. Uh, you know, heading into the weekend. So yeah, yeah thirty four point six percent Darius yeah. guys, go grab him now because yeah. next week he's going to be hot property. Well, he's he's likely to be on there as well, maybe if in the IR leagues because uh, they're on a buy this week. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, go for wide receiver. Who have you got? Uh, so next one I've got as well, Devontae Parker, uh, 34%. Uh, say Preston Williams being done for the season as well. When you've got Ryan Fitzpatrick on the team, he's going to sling the ball out. So Devontae Parker's uh, having a good time of it recently as well. And Miami's Miami's schedule coming up, if I can just bring it up here while I still look at that like a pro. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously got the touchdown, was it last week? Um, Indy this week. Yeah, got Indy this week, which is obviously not great. But then, you know, you've got Philadelphia, the Jets, the Giants, and Cincinnati in the in the playoffs as well, which is uh, which is a lovely. Again, if you if you if you're a team that are maybe six and three, seven and two, and you know it can essentially focus on on the playoffs, you've got to then now look at weeks fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen, and look at these teams like uh, that that have favourable matchups. You know, if you're looking for a first round buy as well, maybe just obviously fifteen and sixteen. But there's a couple of teams out there that do have really nice uh, schedules, fourteen through to sixteen. Obviously, we can talk about that a bit nearer uh, the time. But these this is kind of the you know everyone else is going to be looking ahead now, so you need to to be looking at these players, looking at these matchups, and Devonte Parker's one of those. So he's not again. They're going to be in negative game scripts all their games, pretty much. Uh, obviously, the Jets exclu- excluded from that, but uh, yeah, Miami with uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick are going to throw the ball about. And uh, if Devante Park is the only one there uh, to, to catch it, then he's going to get all the points. Yep. Yeah, I'll combine to that. Um, what percentage was he? Have you got percentage? Uh, Thirty-four. 
34. Yeah, I like, see, I like to keep, I like to, for the interest of everyone, to keep it under 50% because obviously, yeah. you, you know, it's, you open up to more leagues. But there is one guy who I picked out who's 60.6% owned, which, you know, it's just over the threshold of 50. But it's Marquise Brown, uh, the Baltimore Ravens wide receiver. Obviously, we know what he's capable of. We saw it week one against Miami. We've seen it a few times this season. His burst, his pace, um, you know, and they go against Cincinnati this week. Um, you know, he's back, he's playing. And, yeah, I, I, th- I think Marquise Brown's a really good pick up his, if he's available. Mm. Plug in and play. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, no, no, I like that as well. So he'll be he's been he's been out since week five, I think, as well. So he should, he'll probably be on quite a lot of um, on waiver wires. But obviously they played on Sunday night football, so uh, obviously they, everyone would have probably seen him in action. Yeah, absolutely. Um, any tight ends? Uh, yes, but that's none of your business. Now checking. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, uh, tight end is just an absolute tum- dumpster fire, isn't it? Um, Greg Olsen maybe coming back off yeah, well not coming off a bye but they've got Green Bay they're not great against tight end 28th against tight end um, TJ Hawkinson maybe against Chicago they're not very great very good at give, giving up points to the tight end but with, with six teams on a bye as well you're really really uh, scraping the battle Vance McDonald um, he obviously scored a touchdown last week but he's been very very hot and cold this season mainly cold to be quite honest and um, to, to be honest if you haven't got one of the top three tight ends you're a bit knackered anyway unless you've got maybe Darren Waller um, but yeah from from a waiver wire perspective it's really slim pickings yeah mm. yeah no, the only one I've got written down Chris turned at 23.3 so yeah um mm. Yeah, I mean, maybe Dallas Goddard. He's 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 been. Uh, I haven't got the um, percentage owned there for me for for him in front of me, but uh, Dallas Goddard's been pretty decent this year. He's probably booked quite on a few uh, few, few waiver wires. Obviously, Darren Fells. He's on a buy this week as well, so he's, someone might have dropped him. Go and pick him up. Couple of touchdowns in the last couple of games. So. Yep. All good. Um, yeah. I think that just about wraps up waiver wire. Unless there's anyone else that you want to throw in there? Uh, just, just a quick mention, Josh Reynolds. Obviously, I mentioned about Brandon Cooks off the top of the show. Mm. Josh Josh Reynolds had a touchdown last week. Um, no, he did not last week against the uh, Bengals. So um, he usually steps in when either of the trio of Cooper Cup, Robert Woods and uh, Brandon Cooks go down. He always slots in somewhere and usually gets a bit of usage. So again, for those on a, on a bit of a pinch, um, should be should be decent this week. Good stuff. Stuff, yeah. Um, sorry, my, my um, <laughs> interest just went a little bit there just because I've, I've just had a notification that I've had a trade accepted in one of my leagues, all right. And I've just read it through it, and I don't know what I've done here. Uh, well, I've traded away Sony Michelle and Scary Terry McLaurin, right? Because I, in all honesty, I don't like Terry McLaurin's outlook going forward. Right. Um, Detroit, Carolina, Green Bay, Philadelphia. There's some tough matchups in there. So I think if you're going to sell him, you're going to sell him this week while it's trade deadline. Um, and obviously he's on a buy as well. So I, I traded Sony Michelle and Terry McLaurin and I received Darius Geis and Calvin Ridley. But I also received Adam Vinatieri. <laughs> uh, quite sure how, how big Vin... Or, or should I say, should be retired by now? Vin uh, managed to get into this trade, but I must have, uh, I must have, accidentally, I must have accidentally clicked on him as I sent the trade through because I'm apparently I'm the proud owner of Alan Vinatieri now, which is great. Lucky, um, lucky you. Lucky me. And I've also just had another one accepted. Uh, oh, trade away Robbie Anderson and receive Ronald Jones. I would do that. I am doing that because I need a running back this week because I've got two on by. So that's done. Although, um, anyway. I, although I say that the uh, one of those players are in my starts of the week. <laughs> Ooh, teaser, 
Teaser, teaser. Right, we'll um, we'll we'll head over to that section then. Uh, but before we go over to the starts and sits for this week, let's just uh, go back in time a little bit, and uh, let's revisit the weekend we've just had. Tim, kick us off with some stinkers and some studs. Uh, that's what we want to hear. Who did well last week and and who were you not so happy that you had in your fantasy? Sure. So I'm, I'm going to give my uh, my full 10 out of 10 marks to, um, I mean, it wouldn't be original to go Christian McCaffrey, but I'm going to, I'm going to go Russell Wilson versus Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay really are gold mines against uh, for, for quarterbacks, the, the opposing quarterbacks. So, um, yeah, if you're a streamer and there's some quarterbacks there that are due to face Tampa Bay, then go pick them up because, um, quite frankly, you know, 378 passing yards and uh, five touchdowns. That's five touchdowns, five touchdowns, five touchdowns, five touchdowns. Shout out to the great Booker T. Um, yeah, <laughs> Russell Wilson, 378 and 5. Um, I, I must take a big L, actually. I must confess, I have to take a big L uh, on Russell Wilson. I didn't think he'd be anywhere near uh, the levels he's done this season. I thought there'd be uh, predominantly heavy, you know, heavy heavy dosage of run, uh, but they've shown, obviously, with DK Metcalf and, obviously, Josh Gordon enters the fray now, but, um, and that, that uh, connection with Tyler Lockett. Uh, Russell Wilson, one of the uh, better performing quarterbacks this year on fantasy football. So yeah, take a a bit of humble pie on that one. But yeah, he's um, he's given my full ten out of ten from the from the quarterback position. I suppose you have to couple that with uh, Tyler Lockett talking of the yep. stack. Thirteen receptions, hundred fifty two yards, uh, and two touchdowns. Uh, again, he's uh, come up trumps for those picking him in the third or fourth rounds of drafts this season. Uh, and then finally, just uh, Mike Evans. Just shout out to him. Currently the wide receiver one, I think, in most pretty much every format. Uh, another 12 receptions, 180 yards, and one touchdown. I think there was a stat out there saying he's the first um, temp- Tampa Bay wide receiver to have 150-plus yards in eight, in two consecutive games or something as well. But uh, wow. current receiving yards leader, he, he's just breaking things all left, right, and center, including the uh, the trophy cabinet over there in Tampa Bay because there's nothing in it. Um, but, yeah, shout out to those <laughs> those those three, <laughs> those three guys, I suppose, giving, the, giving them the full 10 out of 10. Do you want my, my zero out of 10s, or do you want to give him some 10 out of 10s as well i'll give a couple of 10 out of 10s i'll give out i'll give a couple that we weren't really expecting yep. uh, well i say this and i wish i had a podcast last week because everyone was hating on kenyon drake you know going into arizona and everyone was like oh yeah he's facing the 49ers toughest run deep and it all made sense all the statistics were going against kenyon drake but there was something that told me Kenyon Drake was going to have a good week because he's trying to impress the new coaching staff or whatever over Arizona. And I started him. I put my proof, I put my money where my mouth is, proof in the pudding. I put him in two of my lineups last week and he did not disappoint. Uh, so, yeah, 10 out of 10 for um, a full 10 out of 10 for Kenyon Drake, who got 26 fancy points. And uh, yeah, let's go for it as well. De- Devin Singletary is well, 21.5 mm. fancy points. Uh, he had a fantastic game and should now be the lead back uh, going forward for the Bills as Frank Gore is going to die. So um, <laughs> for a full 10 out of 10 for, for Devin Singletary as well. So yeah, crack on. Who is your 0 out of 10? All right, my full zero out of ten. I've got a couple here at each position, so I'll just run through these. Aaron, any, any, basically anyone in the Chargers game, Aaron Rodgers and Philip Rivers. Um, obviously, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers did not turn up in pretty much in that first half, um, pretty much because he didn't get much of his running backs involved. So that kind of was a bit of, like he said, a bit of humble pie for them. But you know, Philip Rivers, uh, it's pretty much due to the the ground game getting a bit going now. Melvin Gordon seems to be uh, shedding some of that rust yep. that he that he had as well. Um, what running backs? Ty Johnson. Just stay away from the uh, Detroit running game. They're just going to air it out from from here on out for the rest of the season. They don't care about the running backs. So, 
Um, the next two is Chicago and Dallas as well. So, uh, yeah, stay away from Ty Johnson. Aaron Jones, again, mentioned him. Only eight attempts for 30 yards, one target, uh, one reception for, for minus one yards. Um, obviously, after his 40-point-plus uh, performance last week in fantasy football. And then they've got uh, Carolina this week and then the bye as well. So, um, don't it, yeah, again, Aaron Jones at disappointing. Wide receiver position, uh, Robbie Anderson. Uh, if he was going to perform, it was going to be uh, last week. Um, I'm going to go back to the well this week as well. But there we go. We'll save that for, for later. But, um, yeah, it's a bit of a strange one, Robbie Anderson. Obviously, Sam Darnold mentioned he's been seeing ghosts recently. So, he's just become, become Mr. Captain Checkdown, uh, doing his best Alex Smith in impression dumping it off to Le'Veon Bell dumping it off to Jameson Crowder um so I'm not quite sure he's standing there in the pocket enough to uh, to let to Robbie Anderson kind of do what he did against Dallas on, on that that long reception so um yeah Robbie Anderson a bit wary of him but so he features a bit later and then finally again Keenan Allen uh, the run game's going obviously over there in mm-hmm. the LA uh, Hunter Henry's come back and he's been awesome since he's been back as well he features a bit later as well um six straight six straight games uh, with no touchdowns and uh, under eight fantasy points as well so not good times there for Keenan Allen but should bounce back on uh, Thursday that's all I got. Um, I want to, well, I want to add in Poo Poo Smith Schuster uh, in, into this mix. Free fantasy points this week. It is just not working for Juju um, with Mason Rudolph. I think. Uh, I think the week before he had a nice week. I think he had a hundred yards, but it's just hit and miss. And I would say Juju is a trade away target for me. A tra- or trade away target is that a target? No, yeah, just a trade away option. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it's just no telling. I mean, he's he's got all the talent. In the world, but you know when you've got a flighty quarterback throwing you the ball, you, you just don't know what's going to happen. Mm. So I would rather he would be someone else's problem. And if he's still got name value, then then I would trade him away. Mm. Um, and and Stefan Diggs as well. I mean, with Adam Thielen heading out, you'd think that Stefan Diggs would have had a nice game, but two fantasy points later, and yeah. uh, wasn't to be for Stefan Diggs. He's been a bit of a the same as Juju really this year. He's been a bit hit and miss, and you don't know when to start him, and he's let a lot of people down. So. Uh, yeah, you can usually you can usually start him after he moans about something. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. <laughs> Blew up last time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they 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 are my my. I put my tuppence in for full zero out of ten weeks. Mm, very good. Okay, let's uh, pick the uh, the the stars and the studs and the duds for the, this week coming um, as an esteemed guest on this show, um, Tim. Uh, you can go first with your start of the week in the quarterback position. My start of the week, you know, uh, Philip Rivers versus Oakland. Oakland thirty first against the QB position. For fantasy football. Oakland games a lot, tend to to throw up a lot of points. Last six games, all over forty five total points in the games. Four out of six over fifty uh, as well. Matthew Stafford um, in the last game put up thirty one against them as well. It's uh, a game that. Should see a lot of offense. I know. It's, I think it's first in our football, isn't it? This week, uh, the Chargers and Oakland's. But um, yeah, I can see just Rivers uh, throwing a few touchdowns again. Oakland, have, I think, have surprised everyone on offense. So uh, there's going to be opportunity there. You've got guys. Uh, you know, I, I did say the running game's gotten going, but you have got Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler there who do do catch out of the, the backfield you now on screens and dump offs and all the rest of it. So um, Philip Rivers, I think, has not scored much. Uh, you know, not much over eleven over the last two games. But uh, I think the game against Oakland. Uh, presents a uh, pretty good, uh, pretty good bounce back opportunity. Yep, uh, I haven't got his 
DraftKing price just because it's the early game on um, Thursday. Thursday night. Yeah. So uh, he's not in my little DraftKings pool. Uh, but the quarterback that I had chosen <laughs> is well and truly playing. Do not, do not say think- Brian Hoyer. <laughs> you say Brian Hoyer, I'm yeah. turning this microphone off. I'm not, but I'm, you know who I'm saying here. Come oh, on, let's J- oh, Famous Jameis. Of course, it's famous Jameis. It wouldn't be. I wouldn't be back on the airwaves without mentioning my love for famous Jameis. You, you promised who, me you wouldn't say his name. <laughs> I, I can't help it. It's like a drug. It's addictive. Um, and he's, you know, he's looked all right the last couple of weeks. A few mistakes creeping in here and there, but that's Jameis for you. Um, obviously, you made, uh, you know, it made a nice day for Mark, Mark, uh, Marcus. Not Marcus Evans. He owns Ipswich, who I do not like Ipswich because I'm a Norwich fan. Um, <laughs> 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 T- hashtag tangent. Yeah, sorry. Um, he, he made. Um, oh God, what's, Mike what's Evans. Evans' first name? Mike, Mike Evans. Thank you. Mike Evans had a fantastic week last week. Jameis is back for me. Um, he faces Arizona, who give the second most points to quarterbacks in fantasy, twenty-eight point three one per game, and they give up uh, the average of three touchdowns per game as well. So, or just under three, if you want to be precise. But yeah, the uh, it's a good matchup. Uh, James is back. If he can keep the interceptions down and the fumbles down, then he's going to have a nice week. Mm. Uh, how many how many people do you know with the last name of Evans? Should we have a quick uh, back and forth? I'll start us off. <laughs> quick, uh, quick, Chris Evans. Uh, 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 Marcus Evans (laughs) Um, Ricky Evans Uh, uh, Johnny Evans Oh good shout Um, I've got a mate called George Evans Does that count? (laughs) No because I've got hundreds of mates Uh, Good Evans Uh, I'll I'll finish it off with Chet Evans And we'll leave it there Uh, Um, Let's let's, let's move on (laughs) <laughs> James Winston is available on DraftKings for six thousand eight hundred um, dollars. Um, so it is quite high, but like I said, he's got a really good matchup, so he might be worth the outlay. Um, and I'll tell you why he might be worth a double outlay a bit later in the show. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, running back, who are you starting? Uh, I've gone for Marlon Mack this week uh, versus Miami, twenty eighth against a running back. Um, home game, positive game script. Um, they've got Brian Hoyer probably at quarterback, so they're probably going to lean on him a little bit. Um, getting good volume this season, 16-plus carries in all but one of the games, and that one game I think when he had a bit of a knock, so um, I think he only got 11 carries on that one. But yeah, the last couple of games he's got like 21, 19, and 18 carries, so uh, volume is there. Should be some touchdowns this week as well, so I think Marlon Mack is a pretty good start this week uh, against Miami. Yeah, he's seven thousand on DraftKings, which is it is one of the high. I think one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and the ninth most expensive running yeah, back. That's but bad. again, yeah, that's, it, 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 that's fine. Seven thousand to lay out for your starting running back is absolutely fine in my book, mm. um, especially when he's he's got the the green uh, thirty one next to his um, opposition ranking. So that's good. Mm. There you go. Um, my running back is someone who is starting um, to. To take off, the train is out of the station, it's going down the tracks, it's getting faster and faster. It's soon going to be at full pelt, and that is for David Montgomery, the running back for Chicago Bears. Um, he faces the Detroit Lions, who give up the most fantasy points to running backs. Did you know that? That's a surprise mm. uh, when I read that earlier. Um, 112 rushing yards per game. David Montgomery 
uh, it's his backfield and he's done enough over the last couple of weeks to make it his backfield as far as I'm concerned. Matt Nagy is a, a head coach very much under pressure at the moment. Mitchell Trubisky is a guy that cannot get the ball going through the air. So I think they're going to rely on him. I think they're going to rely on David Montgomery to be that big piece for them on the offense. Um, he's got a great week ahead of him. 5,300 on DraftKings is an absolute bargain. Um, put him in your lineups, put him out everywhere this week. Mm. Yeah, no, I don't mind. So who, who's Chicago playing again? Um, Detroit. Detroit. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, at, at Soldier Field. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Okay, fair enough. Uh, moving on to wide receiver then. So, um, bit of a mention to Keenan Allen on the uh, Philip Rivers, Keenan Allen's deck, but that's obviously Thursday night, so that's mm-hmm. no good. Uh, but I've gone for, going for Robbie Anderson, ladies and gentlemen, versus the New York Giants. New York Giants are one of the worst teams against wide receivers. Um, I think this is probably the last chance saloon for me uh, with Robbie Anderson to say he should have. He uh, di- massively disappointed last week against the Jets. Uh, against sorry, against the Dolphins. Um, yeah, just not great. Just fifty-five point seven fantasy points on the season, which is less than Nelson Aguilar, Cole Beasley, and Corey Davis. So yeah, I'm not really selling it too much. But if he's gonna, if he's this is this is the last chance saloon for me for Robbie Anderson. He's gonna uh, hopefully. Um, Hopefully he'll break out against Giants. Giants don't have much of a pass rush, um, so hopefully yeah, it's a home game as well. But even if it is an away game, it'd be a home game because obviously it's the same stadium. So um, hopefully, hopefully Robbie Anderson at home uh, can do some can do some of the business, and Sam Donald can look further forward than five yards. Yeah, cracking bargain on DraftKings, $4,700 mm. um, for what should be the, the, the main wide receiver. I mean, I know James McCrad is there, but Robbie Anderson is one of these boom or bust players and he's due a boom game, absolutely. Yes. So, yeah, I can get on board with that. Um, my start of the week, it comes as no surprise, um, actually, but it's because it's such a good matchup. Um, all I've got is <laughs> all I've got written down here for the uh, game notes is could get spicy. Uh, and that is the New Orleans and Atlanta game. It's Michael Thomas. Um, it, yeah, it's a no-brainer. You're starting him in all your fantasy teams. But in DraftKings, 8300 is not cheap. He is the most expensive wide receiver this week. But I think he needs to be put in. I think he's one of these premium players that you have to put in because he's just going to go off. Atlanta are the, uh, give up the fir- uh, third most fantasy points to wide receivers. Uh, and they give up 190 yards per game to the position and there's not really anyone else in the wide receiver position in New Orleans who can make a massive splash. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, Michael Thomas, to me, is the one who's going to get all the volume this week. So I think he's going to be a monster. One of these monster weeks is coming. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, uh, tight end. Again, unfortunately, I've gone for Hunter Henry, which is, again, Thursday night, so it's probably not helpful. But um, Hunter Henry is actually been very electric since he's come back hasn't he um 35 targets 25 receptions since returning in week six he's uh racked up 32 15.7 8.7 and 15.4 uh, i think in half ppr good matchup uh like i say against oakland um yeah 80, 80 plus yards in three of three or four games that he's played caught 75 percent of his catches have been for first downs as well so uh and also averages a league best at tight end 77.6 uh yards at the uh at the position in each game. I mean, how much more do you want in a position that is an absolute dumpster fire, I suppose, um, as maybe an, an alternative for Sunday? Someone maybe like uh, uh, Greg Olsen or... Pff, I mean, it's, it's difficult, isn't it? What, what do you make of uh, OJ Howard? He's obviously should be back this week, according to Bruce but he's done nothing all season. Um, but I suppose with the, with the matchup, Arizona, awful against tight ends. I suppose maybe OJ Howard might be a, a really, really cheap option. What's, what's he... 
Well, still my thunder without you because my oh. start of the week until I end is OJ Howard. There you go. There you, <laughs> you, go. you played that wonderfully, Tim. Well played. <laughs> you did not know that. No. Uh, and he is genuinely my start of the week because uh, I've just got here. Here is the return of OJ Howard. $3,300 is dirt cheap. You're not going to find him cheaper ever again. Um, and it is about time that he comes back and does some damage. And like you already mentioned, against Arizona, who are the worst against tight ends, this is a real good spot. Camera breaks out. The other tight end there as well is out as well. I can't remember his name. It escapes me. But yeah, it, all systems go. It all looks so good for OJ Howard on paper. If there's going to be a week where he's going to blow up, it's going to be this week. Mm. So why not you know, gamble at 3,300? Mm. You're not going to waste any money on it. Sip, sip some of that OJ. Exactly, yeah. Uh, and obviously with the stack with, with Jameis makes it even sweeter. Mm, no, indeed. Okay, we're moving over to Sips. Yeah, we're going to yeah. move over to Sips. Um, yeah, just briefly, we'll go through the, the, the players that we don't really like this week. Um, I'll kick us off this time. Yep. The quarterback. Um, I don't like Kirk Cousins ah. against Dallas. Dallas, um, they give up the seventh fewest yards to quarterbacks. And yeah, without Adam Thielen... Stefan Diggs is struggling. Laquan Treadwell is, is is a nobody. Carl Rudolph is is past it. I think Kirk Cousins has had he's had some respectable games recently, but I think this is kind of the end of the line now. I think Dallas grab a hold of that game, and I think Kirk Cousins can struggle. So he is my sit of the week. Mm, yeah, I'm going to double down on that one. I've got uh, Kirk Cousins. Obviously, prime time. We all know what happens at prime time for Kirk Cousins. Mm, exactly, um, yeah. Might be a bit of a close game on this one, so I'm not quite sure if they'll lean go back to leaning on Dalvin Cook. But here are the last four games um, in Dallas against opposing quarterbacks. They gave up 7.84 points to Carson Wentz, 9.42 to uh, Aaron Rodgers, 9.3 to Josh Rosen, and 18.84 to Eli Manning first game of the season. So, yeah, when Dallas are at home, generally the quarterbacks aren't scoring uh, a lot of points. Uh, obviously, 12.8 points last week against Daniel Jones. So, yeah, the signs signs are there. All the all the red flags are there for Kirk Cousins. It's primetime game on telly, uh, and they say Dallas is not a great place for quarterback points. Absolutely. Um, running back, I have uh, Devonta Freeman. Um, my my love, my preseason love for Devonta Freeman has dwindled. I hate to tell you all. Everyone knows that preseason I was banging on about Devonta Freeman, how he could be so good. And I think he could have been so good if if Atlanta had an O-line. <laughs> yeah. um, that is the be-all and end-all for, for Matt Ryan. We've seen what's happened to him, um, you know, getting banged up. And Devonta Freeman just hasn't got the gaps, hasn't got the holes. He can't do anything. Um now, the one interesting thing for me is that uh, the New Orleans Saints have given up zero receiving touchdowns to running backs this year and only give up an average of 0.38 uh, rushing touchdowns per game. So you're talking one every three games. Um, so, yeah, it's it's not looking like a good matchup. Uh, I, do, I did say earlier when I was talking about Michael Thomas that things could get spicy. If it does become spicy, it becomes a bit of a shootout, then, you know, Matt Ryan or whoever is throwing the ball for Atlanta will be going through the air. I think Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones are going to have sort of nice fancy games, but I can't see anything coming out of the running backs. Um, and Devonta Freeman is one of those, so I'm prepared to sit him this week. Mm. Yeah, I've gone for a, a, a good, a pretty decent RB. Chris Carson against the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, did fumble again against Tampa Bay after his long run. 
Uh, similar to the Carlos Highbon, actually. It's quite funny how they they were quite mirrored. Um, yeah, just the five touchdowns on the season for Chris Carson, just three on the ground as well. So, um, and this one, you know, the Seattle defense is not great, so it could get ugly if um, the real San, Fran- you know, San Francisco do turn up and uh, show them how to, to run the ball as well. Could get game scripted out maybe a tiny little bit by uh, Rashad Penny, CJ Procise, uh, etc. as well. But, um, you know, obviously Tampa Bay had a decent front as well. He managed to... To hit the ground for 105 yards, so um, whilst you still get the production there, obviously just temper up expectations as you are going against uh, uh, San Francisco as well. So, Kenya Drake did over 100 yards against them last week, though. Did yeah, <laughs> but that was a yeah short week and yeah yeah. Yeah, just, no, I, I, I agree with you. Um, the 49ers defense is real; it's legit. Um, wide receiver, I have just traded for him, and we have mentioned him already in the show. Um, but yeah, Jarvis Landry for me is a sit against Buffalo. Buffalo are incredible against wide receivers. Tredavious White is, I think, fastly becoming one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, I think Odell is kind of shut out by Tredavious White. And I think Jarvis Landry can't get anything over the middle. I think it's going to be a struggle for the Cleveland Browns to get anything going. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they use Kareem Hunt and how they use the running backs. Um, but I think the wide receivers are, are given, yeah, not so not so much to be productive from. So yeah, Jarvis Landry is a sit for me. Mm, yep, I not quite doubling down, but yeah, I've got OBJ here currently. Currently, the wide uh, wide receiver twenty six in PPR. Obviously, a big disappointment judging on where you drafted him this season. Uh, you obviously mentioned the cornerbacks there. Uh, obviously last couple of weeks as well uh, Jarvis Landry has been seeing quite a lot of targets and not uh, no, no OBJ hasn't so um, Baker playing poorly bad O-line um, bad matchup just again all the all the bad uh, all the red flags are um, dustling in the wind mm, yeah and just to, to wrap it up um, a tight end which I, I I do love this guy and I have I've got him in across a lot of fantasy leagues but I am sitting Mark Andrews this week the the Baltimore tight end um he goes up against Cincy and you'd think well since he's a really good plus matchup actually it's not for tight ends they're actually the fourth best against fantasy tight ends um so they know how to lock down the tight ends and I think uh it's been a kind of a a downwards arrow for Mark Andrews the last few weeks he hasn't been productive he got a bit banged up so I'm just going to stay clear just for this week um, and and think that, yeah, it might be a bit, of a, a bit of an ask and this game could well be out of reach for them quickly. It could be a running a running Lamar Jackson, a running uh, Mark Ingram, um, and they're going to beat them through the ground, I think, not through the air. So, yeah, Mark Andrews is a sort of a precautionary sit for me this week. Yeah, I, I probably agree. I say flicking through um, sleeper now, just... I mean, just pick anyone. <laughs> pick yeah. absolutely anyone. It's a, it's a it's a train wreck. I mean, it's not hard to pick a sit of the week for for tight end because all you need is twenty yards and probably a top five tight end. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So Mark Andrews was when I uh, it had earmarked. Did you get that earmarked? Yeah. Uh, yes, hey, did he do? Where's his Where's your soundbite, Tim? Where is my soundbite? Hang on, wait. I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> nothing, nothing like being late to the party, no, is there? I'll edit that. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, well, if there's nothing else to add from you, Tim, I think that pretty much sums up 
the uh, the fantasy goodness for this week. Um, yeah. is, is there anything else you wanted to add while you got the chance? Uh, no, obviously just uh, keep an eye out on the on the website for yardscom for all your fantasy stuff, your start sits, uh, your waivers, your your trade targets. Obviously, will be out um, when I when I stop when I stop this recording, uh, and obviously all the other goodness as well, and all our other branches, uh, both through podcast and on the website. Excellent. Oh, yeah. actually, as well, don't don't forget to retweet our pin tweet to win a um, program from the Wembley game, Jacksonville versus. Oh yeah, I uh, saw that actually. Yeah, I must retweet that out because that's um, that's a that's a good little good little prize there. Mm. Yeah, really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, thanks so much for coming on and saving my bacon um, <laughs> with recording the show. Um, like I said at the beginning of the show, I am lap lost laptopless, so uh, I can't. I can't record anything right now. Um, so, yeah, thanks so much for stepping in and, and being the, the, the greatest possible time. Oh, uh, well, you know, I do try. <laughs> <laughs> go, on and, go on and close us out. What you got? Um, I guess that's it. So, f- from Tim, it's goodbye. <laughs> See you later. I've completely muddled that. Uh, <laughs> on, take it easy, peeps. And in the great words of Kevin Cadle, it's bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Full 10 Yards Podcast. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter at Full 10 Yards or email the show, full10yards at gmail.com.